When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Are you looking for a pair of sunglasses that are as about a good time as we are here at the corner booth? Well, look no further. Yeats official sunglasses are polarized, stylish, and fit any occasion. All of us here at the corner booth, we each got a pair. We're rocking right now in studio. You want yours? Go to yeatsofficial.com, promo code CORNERBOOTH for 10% off, and get your pair now. My personal recommendation, the Aquas, always fly as hell. Enjoy it. Yeats Official, official sponsor of the Corner Booth Podcast. You are now in the Corner Booth Podcast, a sports podcast from Belly Up Sports and the Belly Up Podcast Network. Here is your host, Jared Clinton. I am your host, Jared Klim, alongside this handsome gentleman next to me rocking the Celtics jersey. They try to get back into the series at down 1 0. I was going to do a like, nice little like ominous tweet, like somebody's coming back for the first time. Hmm. But this dude basically told me at a bar in Boston, yeah, I, I kind of am thinking about coming back for maybe occasionally or maybe during the summer. I don't know. And I'm like, Cool. Also, you know, Savannah texted me at 9 a.m. Hey, I'm working tonight. Fuck. And when you're down and out, who's here to pick you up? Yeah, right. Who's always got my back? Who who flew across Boston on his bike to come meet me in person for the first time last two weeks ago? That was I was I think even more impressive. That was awesome. That was awesome. That was that was a good time. Oh my god, it was almost it was just as good a time. As the NFL draft was this weekend, which which was a black for both of us was. A black. Oh my god! I, I you know what's so funny? Like I'm not like last year. I think I was listening to our draft special. We did you, me, and Kevin. I think it was last. It was about yeah. It was about it was this time last year. And I you know and you know I hear ours us trying to reinvent the wheel with our takes. Let's not do that. Let's not try to be like act like we're these intellectuals like saying oh. The Eagles draft class was terrible or, oh, the Packers. Like, so I, I'm actually, I will defend the Packers today. What was that, I saying last year? Hold on. Tell me what I was saying last year. No, you, it wasn't really you. It was more me and Kevin were trying to like make cases at the, like, I think I tried to make a case. The Panthers had an amazing draft class. Um, I was I definitely was, defending the Giants for sure. You were defending the Giants. I may <laughs> not have been ripping the kid areas, Tony, which I will still drive that train. Hey, they're not trading. We see that video. They're not trading. That video made me love Joe Shane. Even like wh- rumors aside, just the way that he was just like when he goes, when he goes. So reflect on what I just said. That was the funniest shit ever, man. I'm, I'm gonna start using that in normal conversation. New York media, I, I swear, they just get dumber and dumber. Yeah. Every time, every time I see a comment on, or some sports team, anything. It's always New York media just trying to get an answer and they're not going to get it. It's like, guys, just he said, like, they're not trading. I'm like, come on, you're going to become a meme. Yeah. But speaking of memes, let's talk about the fact that we're all like some people like betting lines for quarterbacks going in the first round was three and a half on FanDuel. I think it was like three or two and a half on on, uh, DraftKings. Mm-hmm. That's insane. And all we had was Kenny fake slide picket. Yeah, man. Well, what was that? What was the stat? It was like 
in uh, any given draft, if, it, if a quarterback goes number one, then they all get picked like in the top five. But then if no quarterback goes within the top three, then no quarterback goes until like after 18. Like historically, that's always. The yeah. Case. Well, that was 2013 when EJ Emanuel went at like 11 to the Bills. <laughs> that's yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, I was kind of surprised. I, I thought. I thought, I, I mean, the Malik Lewis slide was one, one of the most surprising things to me. Uh, I thought uh, the Falcons were kind of locked in on him. But I think I think now the Falcons are have a more clear trajectory of tank this year and then go for a top guy next year. Also, they Which also, I think it's the right strategy. They also drafted Desmond Ritter, who I feel like – I don't like him. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't I, I'm a big Desmond Ritter guy, but I, I love his – I just love everything about him. He, He's remind, nice guy. <laughs> he reminds me of a more polished Dak Prescott coming out of okay. college. Sure. Coming out of college. That's the key. Like I, I'm not calling him Dak. I'm like, cause Dak made huge strides, but he reminds me of a, like Dak Prescott where it's like there, he's a little more polished. I just would like to see a little more, um, a little more like long throws and see what, but then again, Cincinnati's offense was so basic and so short and quick and run the running the ball base. But you know, either way, I loved Corral to the Panthers, which congratulations to Matt Corral. You're gonna be starting by week six. Yeah, Sammy, Sammy, I see ghosts and Cam Hats Newton. You know, that's not much competition. PJ Walker's already trying to get back in the XFL. Yeah, no. Um, I, I thought Corral was gonna go earlier, man. I thought Corral's kind of my favorite out of all the all the quarterbacks this year, to be honest. With you. I, I love Corral, and from the sense that he has no fear throwing the ball downfield. Yeah, he's always had just this innate sense of just like I try to compare him to some like somebody was asking about Corral before my show on Thursday, and I said he's Baker, but more athletic and a better arm. Yeah, that's and maybe an inch and an inch and a half taller. I, I even. I would. I mean, the comparison to Baker seems like you know, it's like a, it's the a, attitude. It's the way right, he's it's very, the attitude, right? It's like the very, let's go win kind of. But except, thing. except like Corral story is a, a lot winner. more of Corral story is a lot more of a redemption story where Baker is just you know tries to be the bad guy. So I kind of feel like Corral is more motivated by like because. Dude got kicked out of high school for cold clocking uh, Wayne Gretzky's kid. Which is great. Because Mario yeah. Lemieux is the greatest <laughs> hockey player of all time. Yeah, okay. Did you see that video of George Pickens watching the TV as he got drafted? That, that man is a menace. He's literally NFC North. Everyone was saying in the comments, this guy is literally AFC North personified. And it was like, let's, let's see him versus Mark. I want him to get in a fight with somebody so bad. Like the, the, the TikToks about George Pickens are hysterical. He's just, just a so menace. Funny. He's that a being menace. Said, that being said, talent wise, I think obviously he dropped because, you know, off the field stuff, but I think talent wise, he's, he's a top tier receiver in this draft. And the Steelers got possibly a steal here. And the Steelers know how to draft receivers. They got a receiver that make him good, man. So they went from a guy who likes to dance and cower away from hits from Juju to a guy who literally looks to fight people and George Pickens. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's the greatest switcheroo of all time. <laughs> I mean, can we also talk about just day two was just great. Like, I didn't ever good. thought day, you could top day one. Day one was great. We'll start early. Like, okay. I knew Trayvon Walker was going one. It, the yeah. light was on the wall. Yeah. Like... Trent Balky basically tipped his hand a month and a half ago. Yeah. My, my, uh, the Aiden Hutchinson hype for like, what, it was like two months where he was the number one pick. I don't know, man. I'm not the biggest Hutchinson guy. Um, yeah, this was obviously the right pick. I, I'm just saying my take. Shout to Kevin for, you know, like, call, like talking about he, I think he said a couple months back on our live stream, he was like, the problem with Hutchinson is like, Everyone's hyping this dude up because he he had just an amazing game on the world's biggest stage. Yeah. Which is, you know, there's one pick every year. We always know there is. So I would say my biggest thing with Hutchinson was like, all right, prove me that you're not just another, like, another Chris Long. Which, I mean. He's still good. Ain't good nothing wrong with being Chris Long, man. Dude's a three-time Super Bowl champ, but at the same time, it's like, 
a two-time Super Bowl champ, but at the same time, it's like game breaking and like that. Yeah, are you are you like you're are you Miles Garrett or you know? Well, he's more of a skull breaking edge, but that's a whole other whole other uh, thing. Right. I'm just saying, like the effect of when you draft uh, an edge yeah. first overall, that's what you want out of you know. Oh yeah. My biggest thing with this is like the okay, so one of the draft class I loved was the Detroit Lions, and they they didn't have to do anything after day one if they didn't have to, because they showed they were one. I was cursing the Lions in the chat for about twenty five minutes after they ran right up and took um, Jameson Williams, but honestly. DJ Shark, Jameson Williams, Amon Ross St. Brown, Josh Reynolds. That's a great receiving core. Yeah. It's now good. it's good. I mean, whoever's throwing the ball. I yeah. Mean, uh, well, I mean, they I thought they I thought they were in love with Desmond Ritter. I guess I was wrong. I I mean, we'll see. I mean, maybe they, they do believe in Jared Goff. I'm not sure. I I that'd I, be I so that'd be the most Detroit thing ever. They get Jared Goff to go back to like 2018 form. That'd be pretty sick, though. I honestly would like that. You know what? Jared Goff has really been taking on the chin for about four years. Oh, and my God. And you know what the problem was? It wasn't. Oh, yeah, he was tearing it up for a sec. Yeah. Also, for, let's be honest. In that 2018 Super Bowl, Sean McVay was just leaving him out there to dry in that Super Bowl. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I um, mean, he was out coach. We know that. Oh, oh I, obviously. The other, only other top five ones, like, I mean – Derek Stingley at three to me, just oh my that god, that was a bit of a reach. People were saying I saw it happening, happening too. My um, I had some family over at the house while I was watching the game, getting ready for uh, going on going live for uh, with our boy Dan Mater. Shout out, by the way, Dan, another great show this year. I, I had a blast coming on. Obviously, of course, me and Andrew Laduke and Kevin is just a is just a nightmare of a a, a trio, like a wrecking crew. It was awesome, and also the worst <laughs> was just watching Andrew because, like, Dan and Chris are very mellow human beings, and then you have the three of us who are just like just yeah, overly is- emotional animals of humans. But when this Stingley draft happened traffic happened i was like yep this is gonna happen and then i saw like i called that one i called sauce to the jets i loved that's a good pick but i was really surprised to see the icky slide man the icky slide but well the problem was they wanted evan neal's more polished no no icky was picked before i'm just like i'm surprised to see him fall in the top five Oh, okay, yeah, no, that's right. That's right. Icky was picked first before. Who picked Icky again? Uh, Panthers, which is a good pick. Panther. Panthers, yeah. Sorry, my like that was the, I, I think that was the most forgettable pick of the entire first round. But it was but forgettable in that it was reasonable, you know. Yeah, it was just like oh, cool, great, awesome. Right. Because then the draft went to hammered shit at about ten through twenty nine. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what was going on. Okay, so. The wide receivers being picked—it was pretty wild. <laughs> I mean, we can probably sum this up really quick. You know, Samir, we'll do this fast so we can save ourselves some time here. But we'll go through the draft picks after, um, after four with Sauce, and we'll just like quickly for the first round, we'll quickly bang them out and see if we uh like them. So five, of course, you have your Giants taking Kayvon Tibbs. Love, 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 I love it too. I think the whole stigma around him was bullshit. Yeah, I don't know. Stupid, really stupid to me. Uh, I think he's going to be great. I think he's he wants to be a giant too. We want him, and the guy's talented. So. I am terrified, but thank God we have this guy called Jordan Mailata. You may have heard of him. Uh, it's also fun to have an Oregon to Giants guy. That's fun. Yeah, it, 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 that's your boy right there. So you're, you're good. <clears throat> I mean, for me, it was like, it's just, I'm like, good for the Giants. They hit it right. They got a good pick. Yeah. Dave Gettleman probably would have taken a quarterback at that point. He's so stupid. I'm so happy with what. Um, anyway, <clears> all right. Yeah. It came to the Panthers. It. Yeah. It's uh, it's a solid pick. You know what? You got a block from a asterisk, and you got a block for a uh, Mackerel by week five. Evan Neal, the Giants. Love it. 
Great you got to make you got to get rid of this Andrew Thomas stink a little bit. So uh, it's a good idea. Bro, Andrew Thomas is good. What are we talking about? It's I'm, the Nate Solder stink is what I know. Me. Nate Solder, literally, you guys paid him a literally a Brinks truck, and he has not yeah. done shit. So bad, man. Just retired. And then this is where it starts getting interesting. <laughs> so at eight. Drake London to the Falcons. I like the Drake London. I like. I this. like. I think Drake London could be a good receiver. The problem is, yeah. it's his lack of separation in the passing league. You call a Pac-12 that scares me. He doesn't get away from corners, and that bugs me. I know that's not his game, but with Mariota and Desmond Ritter, it's like ah, they're gonna have to really put some balls in good windows. Uh, and tell me who your wide receiver one was. Jamison Williams. Oh, interesting. Then Garrett that... Wilson, then Drake London. Okay. Yeah, I was in the Garrett Drake... Wilson, Traylon Burks camp. I love uh, – Burks was tied for third with me with – I just think Wilson's a little more polished. Wilson's, Wilson's great, yeah. Wilson is the most polished receiver. I think Traylon Burks, honestly, if we weren't going to get Jamison Williams, my number two – was Traylon Burks because I'm like this kid's Des Bryant 2.0. He's a freak. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, you guys traded the pick that ended up being Traylon Burks. I mean, yeah, it's like I think either Howie's like either we trade this pick or draft Traylon Burks. We're we're kind of hamstrung here, so let's trade. Well, yeah, I mean, AJ Brown and Traylon Burks are almost like uh, identical, like uh, like Style, skill set. I think AJ's yeah. AJ's a lot more polished, of course, running yeah. routes. You, but, yeah. you guys just went out and got the the win now version of that, which I don't know why the Titans are not. I think they're realizing that they're not going to win now ever with Ryan Tannehill, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, Charles Cross nine, love it. So somebody to block for Drew Lock. Listen, I am yeah, all Drew for Lock, the Drew Lock to DK Metcalf experience. Oh baby, listen, you got a guy who runs a four three and a guy who can throw the ball out of a stadium. I am so down for this. <laughs> We're going to have about one or two throws a week where literally Drew Locke is going to be on a highlight chucking an absolute moonshot, and DK is going to be jumping over guys to go get it, and it's going to be amazing. They're not going to win a lot of games. Still going to be amazing. No. It's going to be fun, though. All right, Garrett Wilson, the Jets, love this. He's the most polished receiver in this draft. Like, he's the yeah, most. No, this Step is in, pick. day one, I'm the number one receiver. I'm the captain now, number one. No, eleven. Yeah, no, for sure. Wilson Wilson is great. This is crazy that they went back to back. Oh my god! All right, listen. I have nothing against Chris Olave, but he should have gone higher than eighteen to me, or nineteen. I think yeah. Olave is a solid receiver. I am going twenty-two to the Chargers. Um, my biggest thing with Olave was, it's just he did everything good, but everyone else in the draft did everything he did better. Like physicality, Traylon Burks, jump ball ability, Drake London, speed, um, Jameis Williams, Gino. route running, his teammate Garrett Wilson. It's like it just kind of hurt his draft stock. He was like the eh. Yeah. But the law, hey, listen, the Saints love him. They trade up. I think the greatest thing of all time, though, was Cruz's reaction when they traded up and didn't draft Jameson Williams. Oh, you did you see it live? I heard it through our chat, and then after the A.J. Brown trade. No, I watched it live on Twitter. That's what made it even better, because him and his co-host, Nick Perkins, shout out to my boys at the Oxcord pod. Oh, always love going on that show. They were just making jokes, and I was crying about it. Um, That's hilarious. Yeah, that, that sucks, man. Two drafts in a row where the Saints have traded up and then Bones Taking the wrong guy. I thought they were going for a quarterback. I swore they were. I was wrong. Um, 12, Jameson Williams. We talked about this already. Love it. He's, he's apparently ready for training camp. He doesn't need to be, but God damn, it's a great pick. Yeah, that's crazy that he'll be ready. That is pretty crazy he'll be ready. Yeah, no, it's a great pick. Um, yeah, okay, so I, I do want to go out and say this. At the end of last year, my dynasty league, I went and got Elijah Moore and Amon Ra. And now I'm kind of sitting, and I was like, well, and now I want to draft another receiver. And I don't know if I should just go get Garrett Wilson or Jama, one of these guys again, or go with Charlie hmm. Burns or something. Because stacking him is crazy, but Garrett Wilson is so good if he's there. I don't know. I get Burks. Yeah, I'm thinking Burks as well. He's the number one right now, so. Right. I yeah, I don't know. All right. 
<laughs> 13, the big monster himself. The the video. Okay, so I was so angry about this draft pick when the Eagles tried to get Jordan Davis. Now the Jazz are going to run for negative 13 yards against the Eagles instead <laughs> yeah, of three. We can literally run a three defensive tackle set with Cox and Hargrave at one end and Davis on the nose. And just yeah, say, no, right. you pretty much just replace Fletcher Cox for the future. Well, Fletcher Cox, I think is Fletcher Cox. I think the Eagles are like he's a little more mobile and a little more flexible as a yeah. as a nose tackle. But so. I think Fletch and Howie look at each other. Goes he goes, Howie goes. How many years you got left? He goes, I don't know, one, two. He goes, How about we put you on a one year deal and we draft your replacement? And you mentor him. Fletch is like, How much? Howie goes, A lot in signing bonus. Fletch goes, Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I'd want to yeah. do that. If, if I were an older guy, I'd love to do that in the league, to be honest. The video of Jordan Davis partying with Eagles fans in front of the stage was the best thing I'd ever That's seen. Awesome. Yeah. All right. 14, Kyle Hamilton. Uh, we all knew he was going to fall this far. Honestly, I think the Ravens just got a good football player. The fact that he's getting Ed Reed comparisons because Ed Reed fell in the draft a little bit is the dumbest fucking thing I've ever seen, and I want to smack some people. Ed Reed is the greatest safety of all time. Kyle Hamilton might be a good safety. Some of the safeties that have been drafted this early. Uh, I, I don't know. You know, Matt Elon, Eric, ba- um, uh, what's the other guy's name? Um, I can't think of it. Like they draft safeties high every year. And one of them always busts. I'm going to say Hamilton's going to be a bust, but like. Safety. Now he's second round. Second round safeties yeah. are always a steal. Are always good. Well, he's, no, he wasn't second round. Mm-hmm. No. You guys took Tony last two years. No. Oh, wait. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, Xavier McKinney was COVID year. Um. Yeah, wait. Wait. No, what? Show me his pick six. I'm looking up Xavier McKinney pick. And they show me his pick six. Give me the draft pick, please. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. 36. Okay, you're right. Okay, so Kyle Hamilton, I think he's going to be a good player, honestly. I think, I, I think it's a solid pick. I really do. I don't hate it. I love it for their defense because, you know, they haven't really had a good safety since Earl Thomas. Yeah. Good job. No. Kaylon Green. Kaylon Green. They could have gotten. After we talk about the Ravens, can we just now kind of talk about the Hollywood trade on top of that? Yeah, yeah. I'll level up. Uh, Um, Yeah, man. That was a little. I mean, okay. I I, I guess it makes sense. Uh, Rashad Bateman is the guy now. That's, That's what I'm hearing. Or, or I'm hearing either Rashad Bateman or the guy, or at the end of the day, the Ravens, the Ravens offense will be just Mark Andrews in the running game and no wide receiver will actually be, you know, super relevant or super, superstar worthy. A la 2016 Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. The Ravens have been doing this for a long time and I think they can continue to do it. Um, but I think it shows a little bit of, you know, Less dimensions to that offense, which might be holding them back. Yeah, I honestly, with the Ravens, my biggest issue is that I think they're handicapping themselves. Yes, Hollywood asked for this trade like right after the season ended, and good on them for keeping under wraps. But my biggest thing with this was. You're really hoping Bateman's like an like an all pro guy, and now you're really saying like, "Hey, we're gonna run the ball a lot with Lamar," <laughs> or they, be- or they better have like a B line Antonio Brown or something. Yeah, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I they'll figure something out. I think they didn't really need the deepest wide receiver room, mm-hmm. but then on the other side of this trade, look at the Cardinals, and now they're loaded up. I, I mean, the Hopkins suspension—that's something we didn't mention, but. Um, yeah, that 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 definitely helps out. And Jesus Christ, that wide receiver was stacked. I mean, we we're going to talk about Tannehill and Hopkins and all this stuff after, but yeah, I mean, anybody in here, uh, DeAndre Hopkins has been suspended for six games for violating the league's substance abuse policy. He was originally going to appeal it, and then he rescinded his appeal as of yesterday morning. Um, all right, fifteen, Kenyon Green. I mean, it's okay. He's the best guard in the class. They got to shore up that O line. They got Tunsil at tackle. Why not? Yeah. Keep, keep uh, get get Davis Mills and blocking. Now this next pick. 
think Aaron Rodgers thought this guy was going to be there oh, when they were picking. Oh, my Lord. Jahan Dotson at 16 to the Washington Commanders. We are Commanders. Bum, 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 bum. Here we go, commies. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah, dude. Let's go, commies. Screw up this draft pick. Reach for this guy. Oh, my God. They dude, trade uh, they, they trade back, and then they go get Dotson. Or, no, they trade. team that already has good receivers and a lot of other holes, man. They just traded like, out man. and then traded back up. And I'm just like, or no, they traded back. They were traded four times, man. How insane is that? Or oh three times. Oh, my God. That's hysterical. I just love it because it's like with Dotson, it's like he's he's the same boat as Olave. It's like I think he's the sixth. I honestly have Christian Watson rated higher than him. No, yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't and know why he jumped over all these guys. Sky Moore, I have him as my seventh receiver. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we're not, you know, obviously these guys are getting paid to make these picks, uh, but I don't think anyone saw this coming, and uh, it seems like a for sure reach for a Commanders team that. Needs help elsewhere. Oh, yeah. Uh, Zion Johnson, Boston College to the Chargers. Love it. Keep blowing up that O-line for Mr. Herbert. Keep him upright. Keep him moving. Yeah, no, this is great. Uh, Herbert was getting smacked around last year. Smacked. All righty. Now, the pick. (laughs) The pick that made me, that made the draft night. So, folks, after... Olave, Dotson, all these guys are off the board. Not Olave. Olave, Williams, Wilson, even Drake London. I was like, Jesus, we're really scratching the bottom of the barrel now. I'm like, all right, that leaves Traylon Burks. That's the guy I want. Let's go get him, Howie. And then I hear, I I go, I turn my TV off, walk down to my studio, turn the TV on, and they're reacting to A.J. Brown being traded to the Philadelphia Eagles. And the Titans are on the clock. No. It's at the Titans on the clock. And they're talking about Brown is a huge asset for Philadelphia. I'm like, wait a minute. Time out. What happened? And I, I did say on the show on Thursday, my ideal scenario is the Eagles trading their pick for A.J. Brown. Did you I, really? Yeah, I did. You can go back That's and check insane. it. I literally That's said ideal insane. scenario. I mean, then they take Andrew. Uh, they take Booth out of uh, Clemson with their second pick. But, you know, Jordan Davis is an upgrade from that. Um, so yeah, no, it was awesome. Um, this is huge for Jalen Hurts. One, it's his best friend. God, if there's anybody you can get your shit right with, and anybody to break the a thousand yard receiver curse the Eagles have had on them since they let Macklin go. Yeah, 20- uh, yeah, I, I think it's a here, you can keep going. So. Yeah, 2014 is the last time we had a thousand yard receiver. Closest was Devontae wow, Smith really? last year. Closest was Devontae Smith last year. Or I mean, Zach Ertz was close too. Zach Ertz was like not eight nine something. Devonte Smith got like seven twenty nine nine twenty. What? I was thinking Ertz had a thousand yard year. Nah, he came close in twenty eighteen. He broke the receiving record, but let me ask you this. Uh, so with this trade, uh, is is it like AJ Brown Alpha Alpha now, or is it AJ Brown big play guy, Devonte Smith volume guy, or how? You I feel? think it's going to be AJ Brown is one, Devonte Smith is one A. Uh huh. Hertz has always been a distribute and chuck kind of guy. I think he only threw to Devon. I, I I think the problem was last year, he either There's his no options way. his options were either yeet as far as he could and hope Quez Watkins is down there somewhere. Or hope to God Devontae Smith's not double covered because Jalen Rager would take plays off. We all saw it. Mm-hmm. And now we got Zach Pascal as our fourth receiver, and Greg Ward is our fifth. That's a pretty good receiving core. So no, that's I'm, a good, a good to great receiving core. That's that's uh, like top ten scary. now. It's like Jesus. But yeah, you know, I think it, listen. They also added Dallas Goddard, Ty, Tyson Jackson, and um, you know the three headed monster of. Sanders, Boston Scott, and um, Jordan Howard, and Kenneth Gainwell. It's a lo- it's a pretty decent uh, running back core. All right. Uh, yeah, I, I'll, 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 oh yeah, we'll talk about the. It, I'll give you guys a grade on this one in a little bit. Um, Trevor Penning to the Saints. Great. Get blocking. Seriously, you need it. Use lost Ramcheck. Makes sense. Yeah. 
Yeah, good pick. And now Kenny Pickett. Kenny Heisman, as my boy Sawyer calls him. Um, I liked seeing how he reacted to being drafted by the hometown Steelers. Uh, good for him, honestly. I still think he's my fourth best quarterback on this draft board, possibly fifth. But then again, my fourth best quarterback on this draft board, my sleeper, got taken by the Eagles as an undrafted free agent. Also, we'll probably never see the field unless Hurts gets hurt. It's Carson Strong out of Nevada. Uh -huh. The kid has an absolute bazooka on his shoulder. It's just it's like it's like watching Josh Allen the way he just flicks it and it goes like seventy yards. Um, but anything else on Pickett? Um, I was thinking Pittsburgh might go Malik Willis. Uh, this pick definitely confirms. Obviously, I think what a lot of people are saying is uh, that Willis, you know is a little too rough for NFL teams to really buy in on. Um, I think it's a good pick and he'll, the Steelers are going to make him big. You know, if the Steelers invest in quarterback first round, it's their franchise guy, you know? So I'm trusting just their franchise history in general. Yeah. To be sense. honest. All right. Um, Trent McDuffie, good nickel. He's a good nickel in between guy. I think he's a solid corner. He's a great, He's very good and he's very technical. He's a good tackler. I'm just like, the I would have rather, rather take it. I my fa my third favorite corner was Elam or uh, Booth. Mm -hmm. So yeah, no, yeah, we'll get to that. But uh, yeah, it's a, good, it's a good player. I mean, honestly, the Chiefs got went and got who they wanted. Right, That's exactly. Yeah, this is not a draft where like guys were supposed to go by a certain spot. It's more like. You drafted based on need, and when guys went on runs, you went on runs. And then there was Quay Walker. Oh, back to 22. The best part about this was is that Aaron Rodgers went on the Pat McAfee show immediately after this pick. And his exact, idea, but... and his exact reaction was, no, it's a good pick. You know, and the fact that Rodgers knew they weren't going to take a receiver day one was actually like I don't know if that's unsettling because how much they believe in Christian Walk Christian Watson, or or Aaron Rodgers just doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, I mean, Quite Walker's the second best linebacker in that Georgia core. The fact that he the only reason he went above, um, he is because he's bigger than his counterpart, who we'll talk about in a little bit. But yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. But I, I think it's fair for the Packers to have some kind of confidence in oh, yeah. uh, Christian Watson. Uh, I think there's a ton of talent in this wide receiver pool, and I think you just get a little bit of talent, and runners can make it something. Six but four, still, four oh. three speed, hot, good at high point in the ball. Got a little bit of a Metcalf vibe there, and that's what's scaring me. Yeah. Um. But anyways, moving a on. lot less physical. Less physical. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so Kiara Elam, one of my favorite picks of the later part of the first round. Uh, nephew of Matt Elam, by the way. Such former a good Raven, pick. Former Raven safety. Um, yeah, I love it. Honestly, big, lanky, physical. And the story about him with the draft notebook is awesome. The fact that this dude's calling the owner of the bill saying, hey, put the playbook on the plane. I want to get to work. And I'm like, and he, apparently Brian notes he takes on receivers while watching film to his draft meetings. I'm like, all right, so this dude really is like, I have a feeling that Bills just kind of just gave themselves a lockdown duo of Tredavious White and Kerry Like, that that scares me a little bit if, if I'm an AFC team. Yeah, just thinking about that kind of got me excited for football again and to oh, watch some lockdown corners then. Oh, yeah, this is a great pick. Going Speaking of excited for football. Sorry, yeah, I know that. It was definitely worth trading up. Speaking of great football, Oh, the Cowboys are back. <laughs> uh, they could have taken Tyler Smith literally at 30, at like probably 40. I mean, actually, yeah, I mean, yeah. Dude, that video of Jerry like, Jones uh, uh, showing them that, oh, my God, dude. It was great. For those of you who don't know, Jerry Jones on the dra draft stream literally was holding up the draft board to the camera. Just to make sure people weren't groaning. I thought that was hysterical. That was vintage Jerry to a nutshell. Oh my God. The Cowboys are back. Long, long gone are the days of the Micah Parsons and the CD Lamb trip picks. We're back to no making no sense draft picks, and I love it. 
God bless. Oh, yeah, this was a good. This was good uh, for the MC East. We keep, we're the two winners of this draft for sure. Definitely. All right. Uh, speaking of great, uh, speaking of Lyman, great pick here, Tyler Lindebaum. So my my second best center. I am biased only because the guy who's ranked ahead of him for me has the greatest nickname of all time. Beef Jurgens. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Center no, from awesome. Nebraska, who was drafted by the Eagles to be Kelsey's replacement. His literal name is Beef Jurgens, and I thought that was awesome. The him and Linda Baum are both um, the Jason Kelsey prototype of center. The smarter, better run blocking, very mobile. They're not big maulers like the old days. Like these guys are the more like the athletic centers, which is kind of cool. That Jason Kelsey was kind of a trailblazer for this. Him and the Pouncey brothers. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. uh, right. Lindbaum's a beast, and obviously, it's just they're gonna pound the ball and they're gonna do it good. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, 26, Jermaine Johnson out of Florida State. I, once again, the Jets hit a home run here. I love okay, it. Did the Jets have the best draft? Can we, agree yes, that they I, I think the best draft. I think the Jets had the best draft. Number two, I'd say only because the Jets had the best draft. If the Eagles took Burks instead of A.J. Brown, they'd be top 10, but they'd not be in top three. A.J. Brown is the best receiver that was made available on the draft day. If yeah. you walk in day one on training camp, out of all receivers were drafted and traded for on draft day, A.J. Brown is the best one. He arguably – for your team. I would argue you, Garrett Wilson, but he wouldn't fit on the Eagles. Because you already have a Smith. No, I think he's going to be better than Garrett Wilson, obviously. Honestly, sorry. Um, I think because A.J. Brown is just a more complete receiver because Brown mm-hmm. is more physical. And with a guy like Hurts, who sometimes sure, can let, sure. uh, let a deep ball sail. It's kind of nice when you have a guy who's, you know, six, one and a half, two 210 pounds, who can rip it out of the air. I will say this. He is the third best receiver that was moved this offseason. Yes. Yeah, it was a crazy offseason for sure. Yeah. One Devontae, two Tyreek Hill, three AJ Brown. Yeah. I mean, that's elite company. Those are like you know, Oh yeah, no, you have literally the best rut, receivers. You have the best rut receiver and then you have the best deep ball receiver. Um all right. Jermaine Johnson though, great edge rusher, bet on himself, went to a smaller pro went to a uh a, a program where he play. Played great. Trust me, he ruined the Miami game for me. Um and honestly, you know, like his his age was an issue, but you know, it's like what you get ten years out of him. He's thirty four. He retires like John Abraham. It's fine, John Abraham. Jets reference. There you go. Um, yeah, no, I I love the pickup. Good. He's a great freak edge rusher. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, uh, Jets had the best. Yeah, this is a great pick. I mean, I think the Jets, like looking at the Jets, um depth chart just immediate after the draft it's like so many holes i can already see being fixed and like so many problems from last year i'm like wow okay so the jets are here to play cool there you go all right devin wood uh to the jaguars i like this pick i do too the one thing that scares me with devin woods if you get a minute go back and watch uh if you get a minute like uh wherever you're going after this go hang out like watch his highlight tape for about three minutes five minutes whatever you'll notice something he never makes a stand-up tackle by himself. He never sticks a guy in the hole and puts him on his ass. Interesting. That is the one reason I like those two Georgia linebackers, Walker and uh, and Dean, because even the Kobe Dean, who is literally my size, 5'11", 220-something, obviously a lot better shape than I am, but yes, he is my exact height, and I have 10 pounds on him. And literally, that I watched Nicobe Dean stand up a six foot two running back in the hole and draw him on his ass. And Devin Lloyd, like, aren't there's a lot of like he needs a safety or a linebacker or a D tackle to help him finish the tackle, and that mm-hmm. scares me. I think Devin Lloyd's a freak. I think he's gonna have a great career. I think he's gonna be a great linebacker. I think him and give me a great coverage linebacker, man. I think him, great Dean, coverage. him, Dean, and Walker are gonna always be synonymous with the three of them. Like how like Devin Bush and Devin Devin White are like synonymous with each other. Mm-hmm. I just think I still think the best linebacker in the class went in the third round. I still will slam my hand on the I even had Nicobe Dean yeah, ranked first. 
I had Nicobe D ranked first even before I draft special with, with Yuke, okay? And the fact that we got him in the third round, I look like the Grinch from that scene in the Grinch go Chris. My my fucking just my smile was just from <laughs> literally eyebrow, eyeball to eyeball. And I just could see Kevin in his Massachusetts ro- uh, bedroom swearing and screaming and yelling, fuck no! And just saying pain and just pain and more pain. I do like Devin Lillard. Congrats to the game getting drafted. I think he's a solid linebacker. Devontae White. Now, he was my second best tackle. Him, the kid, I like. There were three tackle, D tackles I loved. Him, I was warming up to Davis. And uh, the kid out of uh, UConn, Jones, who wins the Ravens. I loved all three of them. They're all freak athletes. But Devontae Wyatt, to me, his versatility, the fact that he can play a three technique, which means he can basically be like a, um, a J.J. Watt, Cullen Jenkins type where he can go outside. I love that for him. I love that for his, the Packers. I think it's really going to help them in the uh, against the run. And because, you know, the way they beat the Packers last year was Run the football. So, there you go. Now, some oh, anything on Devontae Wyatt? Sorry. Uh, no, uh, you covered it. Um, you know, just you think you think they pick a receiver. <laughs> it's so funny. Well, I mean, listen, I think Christian Watson it was the best not first round receiver. Yeah, yeah. But you know, I'll say this. Um, you know, people that are going out and saying the Packers. Uh, who was it that went out and was like, "Oh, the Packers had it was on McAfee." They're like, "They have a." Hey, oh, it was, um, it was um, it was um, was Dan Orlowski? Orlowski. Orlowski. Yeah. No, that's a bad take. You know, man. they got they got you know, they got good players for a defense that was struggling last year, and even with the struggling defense, what the Packers thir- uh, thirteen wins? Uh, it wasn't even like struggling. That. They were good at a lot of the time. Yeah, I exactly. Wish they went and got an edge rusher to replace um. Zedarius Smith, but you know, sure, yeah. I mean, who knows? I think that who, they may even have Walker put his hand in the ground. We don't even know. Yeah. Um. All right, I'm gonna let you lead with 29. Cole oh. Strange. Cole Strange, man. This pick was. This is another pick that was traded three times. Um. This was kind of awesome. Uh. This is like the most Belichicky of Belichick picks. Belichickian. Yeah, I think, you know, I think we all saw the video of Sean McVay being like, ah, we wish we could get him so, uh, you know, at like 104, he said. Um, which is kind of where he should have gone. Bill Belichick likes to get big-brained with his uh, first-round picks, and we've seen it time and time again not work out. I, I don't know. Maybe because it's a lineman and it's not a skill player because, you know, he likes to go get those skill players. I think because the lineman did the chance, it could work out a little better than previous picks. Still a head scratcher for me. Yeah, I this uh, this pick. So for clarity, once my pick was over, I went upstairs, turned the draft on my laptop, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna watch McAfee's draft. I always hear it's hysterical, so I turned it on. Of course, you have AJ Brown in a tuxedo T-shirt. I mean, AJ, no, AJ Hawk in a tuxedo t-shirt. You have Boston Connor, who I actually am going to try to reach out to because apparently I may have a connection with him. I'm not sure. Oh. Um, and he's basically Kevin's long lost older brother. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and if you look at Kevin with a mustache and his long hair and you look at Boston Connor with his mullet, it's the resemblance is uncanny. But Boston Connor was dressed like a stormtrooper. You had a- Aaron Rodgers going full hippie. Uh, McAfee and it's in a in a sport coat. It was it was in a you had Ty Schmidt dressed as a Mel no, crazy no, no. Mel Kiper. Oh my god, it was it was hysterical. And the best part about all of this was is the first pick I watch is Cole Strange, and I am laughing hysterically. Just I'm like, and I just I Kevin, I just see I just can see Kevin's face, just like what the shit. <laughs> Oh my god! And the best part about this is either Belichick's going to make this guy a fucking Hall of Famer, or it's going to be another Nakobe uh, What's his uh, fucking name? Nikhil Harry. Nikhil Harry. Sorry, my my head's straight up on Nakobe Dean right now. All right, <laughs> four more. Let's bang these out, and we'll talk about our takeaways from the draft, and I'll let you get on your way. And I'll do my last call. All right, 
Um, quick, George Karloftis, edge rusher, Purdue. Like it. I like it. Love it. I like it. It's growing on me. I think he's a good power rusher. I just honestly think he was the best guy available. I'm surprised he went 30. AFC, if you're an AFC contender, you got to get to the quarterback. Yeah, especially with the amount of quarterbacks in the damn conference. Exactly. Uh, Dax Hill, Michigan. Division, even. Um, I like this pick. Um, I, I, I think um, the Bengals didn't have anything to address on offense besides their offensive line, which they went out and addressed in free agency. They needed a um, fucking corner, man. <laughs> yeah, they, they needed a corner. I, I thought, you know – would have been probably good to trade up, go get a corner, um, get one of these elite corners. But I think or getting least, just or take Booth there, yeah, or Kobe, getting or Kobe, an athlete or Kobe, on the defense is kind of all you need. Yeah, or Kobe Bryant who went only like ten picks later. Like, why do you just not go up and get a corner? I, I don't know. I don't. And uh, I like that. I like Dax Hill though. Honestly, I think with Von Bell on the back end, it's a and Jesse Bates. I think they're gonna have Dax Hill play like an in between, like a slot guy. Yeah. Because he can kind of play both. Same thing with Lewis Saint, Lewis Seen out of Georgia. I love them both. They're both great safeties. Honestly, once we got past Kyle Hamilton with a bunch of tweeners, where they're like they're good at like multiple things, but they're not an elite at anything. So Dax Hill, Lewis, you don't lump them together. They're both good good players. I like Lewis Seen because he's a thumper and he's gonna yeah. fit in perfectly no. in Minnesota. So yeah, that that uh to me. The majority of these first round picks have been all been pretty good picks. I mean, we just oh yeah, it's just because the talent's been uh this this draft was awesome because the talent was so spread. Uh, I really enjoyed it to be honest with you. One of the better drafts of the past few years, IMO. But that might just be because as a fan, it was good. And for the past seven years, it has been bad okay. for me. Uh, Dave Gettleman. All right, so about eight minutes left, buddy. Uh, so we'll do it quick. All right, so who are a couple teams that you thought? Just completely punted and whiffed on the draft. Oh, uh, I mean, we were laughing about it. I think the Commanders absolutely punted this draft. Like, I, they, do, I their draft strategy made no sense. I, I don't understand what they and they know. drafted <laughs> Sam Howell. Dude, the, the Sam Howell pick was a, so funny. The only thing that would have made it better is if he was drafted by the fucking Cowboys. Yeah. Oh my uh, god, that was great. No, um, it was actually wonderful. Um, oh yeah, uh, and just uh, I'll throw outside out. of that. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Uh, Minnesota Vikings. We love their we, thirty-two. Uh, Lewis. Um, what was it? Lewis seen not See? a bad pick. No, could have got him the second round. Andrew Booth, not a bad pick is either. It's a good corner, but what the hell are you doing? You trade out. And you give the Packers Christian Watson. You trade out. Give the Lions freaking uh, Jameson Williams. And Andrew Booth sitting there at 48. Like, what the hell did I do to deserve this? I got to cover these two every week. Patrick Peterson's sitting there like, I'm going to be running for days. The um, average 40 time between Williams and um, Watson was like a 4-2-9 or a 4-3-1 or something ridiculous. They're the two of the top five fastest receivers. No, yeah. Um, I completely agree. I, I also want to go out and say the Titans here. Besides Burks didn't yep. have the best draft to me. Uh, I think Gay McCreary was good. That secondary obviously needs help. But then the Theo oh, Jackson picked and it made no sense. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Burks, I, I Burks think... was okay, but Burks isn't okay. Yeah, I like, no, I like I mean, the team takes a massive step down with that yeah. trade, but then besides the trade, it doesn't feel like they cap. Like, and and the Malik Willis thing there, I love it because they now have a guy they can develop behind Tannehill when he gets cheap as hell to cut in a year. The Colts are winning the AFC South next year. Let's just let's just be fair, okay? I have a weird feeling the Titans are going to be a 500 team next year, and Mike Vrabel is going. Mike Vrabel is going to literally punt Tannehill out of Tennessee so fast, and he's going to be like, "Hey, Malik, here's the keys. Don't crash." Yeah. Um, I think the Titans can afford to take a one-year sabbatical, or agreed. Yeah, they can. They can afford to it. Um, also, quick note on the Tannehill thing: if you guys didn't know, Ryan Tannehill basically said, uh, "It's not my job to be the mentor to Malik Willis." Um, I think the last two quarterbacks to say that were replaced within a six-month period of them saying that. 
We one was Joe Flacco, and that Lamar Jackson guy is pretty good. Um, there was another one. Pretty really? big, yeah. Recently, there's another one said this. Um, oh yeah, Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers. Oh, yeah. You know, I was Brett yeah, Favre. yeah, Brett, uh, Brett Favre. I mean, Hall of Famer Brett Favre had a good uh, rest of his career, but you know, got another two seasons. But you know, it's just you know, Aaron Rodgers, arguably one of the top ten greatest, ta- most talented quarterbacks of all time. Mm-hmm. So you know. It's never really worked out when quarterbacks say it because they look like such a tool. And Tannehill already is in the doghouse because basically he lost them that game. Yeah. 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 Uh, just bad throws, bad decisions. Like he basically nonstop. handed the bad. Bengals a second round, uh, AFC, uh, an AFC, uh, uh, what's it called? Entry, an AFC title game entry. All right. Yeah. Some team, we already talked about the best three drafts in our opinion. I think the Eagles, obviously, I wish they did a little more in their second day. I mean, their third day, but Nicobe Dean, Jordan Davis, AJ Brown, and um, and Beef Jurgensen. (laughs) No, Beef Jurgens. I just like, like four home run picks and four home, I sorry, four home run moves in the first day and a half, first two days. Howie, you're back. Good job. Um, Surprise teams, teams that maybe guys are sleeping on, but you think they had a great draft. I'm gonna, I'll, I'll lead off. I'll go Packers. I think honestly, the Packers had a decent draft. Oh, agreed. I think their first day was great. They doubled down on what they're good at, and I think Christian Watson is going to be this class is Chase Claypool. Yes, uh, where he's just uh, gonna light dudes up. I completely agree. Uh, I think that's a a good comparison of Claypool. He could even be better with volume from Aaron Rodgers. Like, you know, oh, yeah. that was a ben, an old Big Ben volume, too. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to go out and say, I, I don't really don't know how people are feeling on the Chiefs draft, but I think it was a good draft. I was just um, thinking that. See, this is why this is why it's good to have you back, buddy. You read my mind. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think, like, obviously the Sky Moore pick to me is really good. They just go out in the make, second round, get a guy that can develop into a Tyreek kind of guy. Um, I think McDuffie. Off this in the first, it's it's right, not exactly. Bad. Yeah, I think they had a really good third uh third round pick too. I mean, they're starting to understand that they're paying Mahomes so much they have to build. You can't go out and sign guys anymore, you know. Yeah, it's, I mean they're gonna have they, they're gonna have to let go of uh Frank Clark probably next year too. Um, yeah. I think that's why they got Kaloftis. Um, honestly, I love the Chiefs one. Um, Carolina's is okay. I'm, I, yeah, I'm it, was never, I'm, good. it was okay. I'm not going down that road like I did last year. Uh, Baltimore's thing is a little overrated, but I think it was a good draft class. Um, I yeah. love the Ajabo pick. I loved, uh, you know, Kyle Hamilton. You know, it's they got ball players. They got the kid out of Connecticut, Jones, who I think is arguably like just as good as Wyatt. Maybe not as freak athlete as Jordan Davis, but he's just as much of a violent pass rusher. Um. I'll throw it out there. You know, it, it's so funny. The AFC West, except for the, the entire AFC West, basically like didn't really do much in this draft. I mean, the Chargers had an okay pick, draft class. They kind of just kept their distance. They went and got the stability guys. They had a very Eagles, Eagles circa 2016, 17, like Andy Reid. No, sorry, Eagles, Andy Reid years draft where it's a lot of guards, tackles. In I like the guys. Isaiah Spiller's pick. Can I say that? Oh, I do too. I like that one too. I think he's super talented. I do too. I, I mean, um, where did Rashad White go? The running back from ASU. Uh, oh, actually, uh, I don't know. Oh, Bucks, Bucks. Yeah, he got picked to the Bucks, wow. man. You know that? that was a good. Pick. Yeah, the Bucks had a Bucks had a decent pick too. They got job, uh, they got what's his kid? They got the kid out. They got the D tackle out of um. I got some. I can't remember. They got first pick in the second round. Anyway, uh, they got the kid out of Houston. Sorry, um, the in betweener. But yeah, no, uh, the Bucks even had a decent draft pick. The, the Bucks also were kind of like, mm. I, I will defend the Lions again. I do think the Lions just they, you know, their first day was amazing, and they just kind of just were like, listen, we're here to go. We're not, we're not taking shit anymore. Uh, Colts. I don't hate Colts, the Colts draft. Yeah. I didn't hate the Colts. I didn't hate it. I mean, you know, they were kind of hamstrung by the whole Carson Wentz thing, but I think their offseason kind of 
they're kind of just doing what they got. They went and got a tight end. It's weird. There's um, a lot of in-betweeners in this draft. Yeah, there are a lot of in-betweeners. Well, I think, I mean, we're now just become, I think sports in general, like, you know, we see this in basketball too, where it's like become positionists, like prime athletes just putting on the field. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and, and it's super exciting, but, you know, it's still a rough draft. And I think it, it could hurt some teams. Uh, and, uh, you know, usually I don't give a shout out to teams for their draft grades. And the one thing I will say about the, the PMT, they did. I don't like what they said about the uh, Cardinals. I think the Cardinals were actually a beat because of getting um, Hollywood Brown. I mean, uh, I know this is a joke now because I'm looking at PMT uh, gave the commanders an A plus draft grade. And I'm still trying to scratch my head about that one. But yeah, uh, can we talk about like if Stingley is as good as he's going to be, the Texans had a great draft. Yeah. Yeah, oh, for I mean, sure. Another one uh, I love. I don't know if I like the Mechie pick, though. Um, you know what? I like the Mechie pick because Davis Mills needs guys who can get open. Okay, yeah, we they have Brandon Cooks who can literally just take the top off a of defense. They have guys who can run the ball. They really need a guy who can just break somebody's ankles in between and get open. And John Mechie, trust me, Kevin engraved it in our brains. We all know how well of a runner John Mechie is. So, no, okay, sure, okay, we'll see. Uh, I will defend the Mechie pick a little. Brandon bit. Cooks can coach him up. Fair enough. Um, yeah, Seahawks to me after their tackle, I just was kind of like looking at him, like, why are you drafting like what's his um Kenneth Walker in the second round when you need everything yeah. else under the sun? The Kobe White draft pick I liked, so that it wasn't all bad. Like, there's no team that really deserves an F trade. Um, F for the draft grade. I I agree. With, like I think the Saints have the most overrated draft class. I'm like I don't like get it. It's like I yeah. still they I swear they think they're gonna win the Super Bowl this year. I mean, good for them. I get Tyra Matthew, but listen, like show me Jameis can be consistent and they can win. Then I, I will believe you. But that receiving court is with Thomas Olave. Um, who's the Marcus Marcus Callaway and I think Tyquan Thornton. Oh, Tyquan Thornton to the Patriots. That one's hysterical. Um, Traquan Smith. Sorry, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's odd. I feel like this is the weird thing with this draft. There's a lot of in betweeners. But listen, Samir, now you got to roll. Any uh, last minute things before you got to get out of here? Um, uh, how about go Yankees? Ten Ken wins in a row. Everything's clicking and go Celtics. Celtics are the boss. There you go. Also, uh, do you see why Diamondbacks are only two games below 500? I was watching big win. David Peralta, big home run last night. Dude, that, that was, was an absolute win. rocket. At yeah. I, w- I watched it live on, on the link that you you always send me, and I just heard a yeah, Which, crack. by the way, is a godsend. Throw that oh, my God, because I would have. the street or whatever. Yeah, Love it. it's amazing. But, yeah, just a ball. And also, like, shot the Dalton Varsho and, like, some of these, like, in-betweener guys. Like, like the Dimebacks just keep pulling these prospects who can hit out of their ass, and I love it. Yeah. Screw you, Manfred. All right. Samir, buddy, thanks for coming on. Can't wait for you to hopefully come back this summer. Of course, man. All right, uh, brother. Peace out, guys. Enjoy your fi- – hey, good luck on finals, buddy. Thank you. Love being back in the corner booth with you guys. Damn straight. Good to have you back. All right, folks. Um, We are coming into the final few minutes right now, so I'm going to – time for the last call. We're not going to do dartboard this week. There's only one person here. It's just me. I mean, Ghost is – passed out on uh, the couch behind me. Um, I will say this before we get out of here. I heard a take about draft picks and, you know, they're talking about, it was by AJ Brown. And there was like, oh, well, the, the Titans won the trade because they got Traylon Burks. And it's like, and they didn't have to pay him. I'm like, that's assuming Traylon Burks is going to be good. Now, I love Traylon Burks. I think he's going to be one of the best players in the draft. But, one thing I think people have to start realizing with these draft picks is it's never guaranteed they're going to be good. Okay. Like there's a lot of surefire guys. What is it? Like 50% of the guys in the first round end up fizzling out after a few years. AJ Brown's a proven commodity. Philadelphia is in a win now mode. There's only so, so many times you can just keep trading and drafting young guys before you have to go make a big swing. They did it in 2016. They went and got, um, Instead of drafting a receiver in the first round in 2017, they went and got uh, 
Alshon Jeffrey and Torrey Smith because like we've got to go win now. And you know what? It worked. I mean, you know, I got a Super Bowl t-shirt because of it. I will say this. Certain times you have to go get a receiver in the case of the Packers when they couldn't really find a vet. They needed some speed, but they really couldn't find it in the market. Is OBJ. The only fast receiver left in the market is uh, OBJ. I guess AB. But OBJ is not coming back to October at the earliest. And, you know, I mean, Jarvis Landry's a route runner and Julio's getting older. And if Julio's pretty much going to the Colts. But, yeah, no, that's it for me. It's uh last little closing thoughts. There shots of my boy Samir for coming back on. Um, live show coming Thursday. Um, oh, and last thing. Um, my Oscott fan notes about the Eagles on the draft. Um, it was awesome. Shout out to Dan Mater for throwing out a awesome draft show. Love getting involved with it. Hopefully I can get involved with a few more segments, segments next year. That was on me for not getting involved fast enough. All right, ladies and gentlemen, shout out to our amazing sponsors, yeatsofficial.com. Uh, the best sunglasses you can buy for, it's a bang for your buck. They're Jared proof. They are stylish and they have thousands of, they have hundreds of styles and colors on that website. Check them out. They are our oldest and well, our oldest current and probably our best sponsor. Promo code Cornbread 10% off. And of course, our newest sponsor, Canada Dips CBD. It's a great alternative to chewing tobacco. And also, you know, all the um all the health health benefits of CBD and it comes in a nice little convenient pouch. Of course, you know, if you didn't saw the draft show, I may have had two or three in trying to calm my stress down. Um, it's a great alternative to chewing tobacco. And shooting tobacco products as somebody like me who has been on those before. This is a great alternative. Shout out to Candy Dips uh, for sponsor Belly of Sports. Uh, promo code Belly for 20% off. Big spender, right? All right, folks, that wraps it up for today's show. I am Jared. Savannah will be back next week. So Samir, hopefully. Um, big guest coming for the summer. We're not going to take as many shows off this summer. Actually, uh, kind of plan on trying to pump out a lot of content. But uh, listen. We hope you guys had a great draft weekend, uh, and we will see you guys Thursday for a quarter pregame. Peace. Hey guys, Jared. Thanks for checking out the Corner Booth Pod. Be sure to check us out on Twitter and Instagram at Corner Booth Pod. This podcast is brought to you by the Belly of Podcast Network.